and I am also recording. Excellent. Um, That'll be easy. Yeah. Okay. Hey, look at this. There's, there's like a record button right here. I'll tell you. Oh, it. weird. Broken, but still good. Yeah, still good. Welcome to General Geek, specifically. It's a podcast. I'm Lou. I'm Ben. And we are recording during the day once again because we have a little bit of flexibility right now. As you can see in the reflection off of Ben's sunglasses, can you see he's that? not wearing his sunglasses at night. So I can. Uh, so I can. Yeah. Is this like a podcasting superpower? Like what's going on here? So uh, I've been trying to update my look and I, f- I feel like if I wear sunglasses all the time, I'll look like a complete douche. And uh, and so I got that going for me. Um no, here's well, I mean, the look updated. Here's the deal. Well, if you notice, okay, so notice here, you don't see any labels on these sunglasses, right? Okay, I do. Just not. the reflection of probably if people looking really close, they can see the reflection of you in on my own sunglasses, which turns yeah. into like the the infinite reflection in like two mirrors facing each other. Um, I can make out something on that on in the reflection of those glasses. Oh wait, I can also see his camera. <laughs> it's a dream and a dream and a dream. All right, Leo. Um, oh, oh, all right, uh, listener, listener, uh, listener, challenge. How much is the lag? How 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 bad is the lag? Look at my video versus the glasses. Oh wait, now I'm moving the glasses. Now they can't see. <laughs> well, that's I'm, good. I, we want it to be challenging. I am actually going to close out like what might be sensitive information over here. It's not that sensitive, but my messages are up. So, Uh-oh. uh Anyway, um, not that I have anything yeah. bad in messages. Anyway, it's mainly me and you making dick jokes. So anyway, answer my question. <laughs> oh, okay, well, basically, <laughs> oh, sunglasses. So you don't see any labels because fancy stuff doesn't always have labels. All right. So this was my anniversary present. We were recording this a couple of days late because my wife made the mistake of staying with me for 13 years. And um, she got these for me and she's like, have you heard of these before? And I was like, sunglasses, yes. And she's like, these <laughs> kind of sunglasses. I'm like, no, because these are not just regular sunglasses, my friends. All right. These are Bose sunglasses. I didn't know they made sunglasses. <laughs> they just started making them. These are Bose sunglasses. So let me... For those that are watching the YouTube, let me throw it up there a little bit. So it looked like kind of Wayfarer style sunglasses, right? They have thick arms. And then they've got these big, thick arms. And there's like a button right there. Yeah. Uh-huh. So these sunglasses are Bluetooth. And they have very high quality, tiny little speakers right here in the arms directed right into your ears. So they don't replace headphones. Let me go ahead and say that because people are right. all over the internet going, they don't well, replace headphones. Well, no. You've you got can't. cans on your head. We yeah. can see that. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously not. Although I could have used them for it, and I'll come back to that, is these um, these Bose Bluetooth headphones are made for basically someone exactly like me that wants to be able to go out and do something but still be able to hear what's going on around them. So I, like, I want to go walk the dogs, but I also want to hear the impending truck that's going to strike me and, and Flynn and Lily. Um, smart. Smart. Um, I might want to go on a run, listen to music, but you throw on those headphones with the in-ears, you might not hear traffic. You might not hear the, the traffic signal telling you not to cross, you know, like they have on UGA campus, things like that. Um, so it keeps it open. <laughs> Exactly. Um, but the quality is actually really, really good. But when she got them for me, she didn't even know that they had a Bluetooth speaker in them as well <laughs> or a microphone. So so oh. I got I got a phone call. So hands-free. As, so hands-free. So you've got just one button here. So one, you can be listening to music. And then when somebody comes up to you, you can just like hit the button. It looks like you're adjusting your glasses, but you hit the button and you answer a call or deny a call or talk to somebody, things like that. But I got a call and you just press it once when a call comes in and you just talk on your on your sunglasses. So maybe you're out like pruning the hedges, you know, because your wife is making, she gave you sunglasses and then it was like, right. go out in the yard and now, now do some work, a-hole. Um, and so I'm out pruning 
the, the hedges. I can still listen to my childish Gambino while I'm out pruning uh, the hedges. Uh, oh, and I can man. hear her and I can hear her when she calls. So I can't be like, well, I didn't hear my phone ring. She's like, it's literally on your face. That is that is amazingly super douche canoe. I want to. OK, so um, um, I'm going to take those off now. But yeah, like I, I just to, I, I didn't have uh, any nice. Yeah. They have to see my face. You can see how tired I am. Um, I uh, I know, right? I've been working hard lately. These days? <laughs> exactly. Somehow, having less to do makes us have more to do. Is anybody else in the same situation? It seems like it's affected everybody in so many different ways. Um, it's like there there is no consistency in it at all. Right. Uh, so, did you? Oh, um, that was the. Was there a correction clarification you had? Or is yeah, I do. I have a corrections oh, department yeah. um, because I was talking let's, let's, about. Let's make ourselves whole before we. Uh, right, right. Hey, you remember that last time when we were dumb? Um, right. Well, I was dumb. Which last time? That's a- <laughs> oh, it's your turn. It's your turn at least. I had like three last time, so it's your turn. Um, okay, so um, uh, I wanted to talk about the Grand Canyon some, but let me come back. Corrections department. The Russos uh, did not do Civil, civil War first. Um, Winter Soldier was their first one. I, I erroneously uh, said uh, okay. that that's how the Russos got Civil War. It was Winter Soldier, which some still consider maybe the best of those movies. I know Civil War is yeah. very, very high. Of course, Infinity War and Endgame were huge, but a lot of the deep, the deep, deep fans seem to really think that uh, that Winter Soldier was the best. Honestly, I thought it was okay. Like I'm not gonna bash on it, but. Um, there's just others that I hold in, in higher regard, but that was their entry into the Marvel Cinematic Universe. So I spoke wrongly. I'm sorry to the Russo brothers. Should I ever get to work with the Russo brothers? I'm very sorry. You know what? Uh, you're probably all right. <laughs> Safe bet. Safe bet. Yeah. I mean, I'm not saying, you know, it's never going to happen, but it's. Essentially, never going to happen. Yeah, shoot for the stars. <laughs> when <laughs> when when someone pauses that long, when they go, it's not going to. It's not. I'm not saying it's not going to happen, but right. No, that's what. No, that's exactly what you're saying. That is precisely what you're saying. Um. So, uh, speaking of corrections, instead of corrections, I want to kick off with uh, the Grand Landfill. Okay, go ahead. We're going to talk about how many things will fit in the Grand Canyon. Yes, uh, because I, I, yeah. I, I was hinting at wanting us to go ahead and come up with one right then. Uh, we kicked some around. So wh- where where are we at on that? Well, where we're at is I, I bought a subscription to Wolfram Alpha. So ta-da! Congratulations. Congratulations. Um, <laughs> it's, it's, it's for work purpose. Um, sure you didn't. It's, as, 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 uh, it's a write-off. That's a <laughs> um, so, take a banana, take five bucks. Take a exactly. banana. Take five bucks. Are you sure your math's right? Hey, listen, that man's an arsonist. Most definitely. <laughs> Almost um, definitely. <laughs> so I started off simple, started playing with the concept, and saw where I ended up. So I didn't do much deep dive for this week, but I have some good ones coming up. I've been working on it. Uh, we talked about Titanics. Right, right. How many Titanics? And basically what you come down to is 32 million Titanic would take. What? Uh, wait. Say that 32 million, 32 million Titanics, Titanics in the Grand Canyon you know, ship of dreams. Yeah. That's <laughs> which um, sounds like, a, which sounds like a lot, but Titanic I mean, was, was not all that big. Right. Um, compared to cruise ships now. Right. It was big, but 
I guess in my mind's eye, because of how big it is in history, I have a tendency to think of it as bigger than it actually was in real life. Yeah, and it was it was big. It was over 800. Hold on a second. And I'm just doing a straight up Google search for this. one. I'm not putting this in the book. The Titanic length was 883 feet. Uh-huh. Uh, the Disney, the Magic and the Wonder are the smaller Disney cruise ships are the first ones they built, which are still pretty big. Mm-hmm. They are around, they're 965 feet long. Um, okay. But something to think about is they're also way taller, 13, 14, 15 stores, uh, floors, um, stories, what I was going for. Right. Uh, Titanic, I'm not sure exactly how many it had, but only a few. It's nowhere near as tall. Um, and it had a beam of maximum beam of 92 feet and narrowed quite a bit. Whereas uh, like the magic and the wonder, they have a beam of 106 feet. So an extra 14 feet, which right, doesn't sound like right. much, but it's wider, longer and right. eight feet out of a hundred feet. That's, that's almost a 10% difference in size. That's, right. It's a big, when it adds up quickly over. Right. So give me that number again. How many fit into the grand Canyon? If you're looking at Titanic's, it is 32 million. Okay. 32 million. Uh, for, so, yep. so for those that had 32 million or less prices, right rules, then, then you win. So this is not going over. So let's One go ten of a Titanic. <laughs> um, okay. So, uh, I'm going to go right off the cuff now. So for those that want to write in for next week, that want to tweet at us, um, that want to let us know, I'm going to pick a new thing to put in the grand Canyon. Ooh, is that okay? Okay. Yeah. Um, cause we, we just did a ship. Um, so I am now thinking we need a different mode of transportation. Okay. I like it. I'm going to say, you know what? There's been some really good deals on cars lately. There's been a lot of low financing on family sedans. Okay. So I'm on, I'm going to say how many family four door sedans would fit in. Now, question for Wolfram Alpha, Wolfram Alpha is... Mm-hmm. Do I do I need to give the exact make and model, or are we going to be able? And no cheating at home. This is honor system. Everybody's on quarantine. I know you have the internet. No cheating at home. We're looking for four door family sedans to fit in the Grand Canyon. I will find that out. What 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 kind of information does it have on four door sedans? We're okay. going to figure that out. We're going to figure it out. We'll have an answer next week. So, we'll have an answer. So take your make your guesses. Send them to us. So let's let's have a little bit more fun with it. Let's let, have a little. Uh, in, let's have an in house bed. Okay. Okay. Me and you. Me and you. Uh huh. I say we both guess as well. I say okay. we play along because we don't have the answer yet. We'll look up the answer, but just like everybody else, we're on the honor system. So since it's my dumb idea, I'll go ahead and make the first dumb choice. Um, you said Titanic's were 2.3. Is that right? 3.2. 32. 32. Million. I yeah. should do numbers better. Um, I almost said 3.2 earlier. <laughs> I, had, I had a problem with my notation. 32 million Titanic's. That's right. I'm going to say 150 million cars. Really? <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna say that um, four door sedans. Right. I'm I'm gonna say that total displacement of the Titanic. I, I I'm gonna go I'm gonna go high. I'm gonna say there's ten thousand cars to a Titanic. So I'm gonna put this in the order of magnitude of a um, hundred billion. 
I, I like that all the I like that all the people right now that even do basic math are like, well, you went from thirty two to one fifty. So if you desi- divide uh, one fifty by thirty two, you think there's only that many cars in a Titanic? Yeah, I know I undershot. I thought about it as soon as I said it, but sometimes but, I talk before I think. But Price is Right rules, right? <laughs> so I mean, it's basically one dollar. So you guys now have a range to work within. Is if you want a one dollar Lou, you can, but you can't one dollar me because there's not yeah, you a have chance. One hundred fifty one million cars. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so there you go. So that is our Titanic quiz of the week. How many how many can fit in this? Sounds dirtier than it is. Yeah. Um All right. Um We got big news. We do have big news. Uh it turns out that Universal Studios Orlando and Legoland Florida, uh as I understand right now, have gotten approval from the mayor uh but ha- and now are submitting to the governor. So it has to go up the chain right. to partially reopen. That's Legoland Florida and Universal Studios Orlando. Walt Disney World, notably absent. Right, right. That's the big thing that jumped out at me when you mentioned it is, uh, you know, Universal is always looking for an advantage in Orlando. They're sure. great. They're like, don't get me wrong. Well, they're great. And they're, they're, and they're, Potter, they have the advantage. But. Right. Well, but numbers wise, I think Disney still pulls the, the lion's they, share. They do. And they do in Star Wars uh, Galaxy Veggie. Really good. It's really good. It's really the old good. Disney's back. But uh, point being, go ahead. There are caveats, right? So their plan, in broad strokes, and uh, I'm reading a USA Today article, but I've seen this confirmed in a few different or corroborated in a few different articles. Uh huh. Um, so it's going to be limited parking. Uh, every other, uh, so they're going to be spacing out even parking. Okay. Uh, reduced entrances. So they're going to be limiting. My understanding is June first and second from a different article. I don't have it in front of me right now, but. June 1st and 2nd is going to be staff only to kind of get ready, retrain. Right, right. Uh, June 3rd and 4th are going to be limited to like annual park holder, pass holders, limited access even then. Uh-huh. Because they're going to have to retrain the staff on all the new procedures. Um, right. Limited parking and reduced entrances we talked about. Temperature screenings before entry for everyone, staff and uh, guests, with a threshold of 100.4 degrees. Face coverings required. Uh, except for children three and younger is the first thing one they do have they will provide face coverings for sale but if you show up without one they're not going to hand one out right right Um, they're going to be putting physical distancing markers in queues and physical barriers around where they don't want you which is interesting to me because um i was i was there the second to last day before they shut down right yeah you were yeah people were people were socially distancing on their own at that point it was really interesting to see like the family groups were spread out um so it's nice that they're going to kind of formalize that, though I wonder what that's going to look like um, and if they expect um, they expect everyone to distance six feet or just traveling. Because if you're already like if you're staying in the same hotel room and you're hanging out with your family all day. That's probably a done deal, right? Um, well, that so seems to be how that's going to that seems to be the lay of the land as it is anyway, right? Like you go right. to the store and you, if you have to take your kids with you, if you're with your significant other, then, you know, you, you and your significant other just stay away from everybody else. Right. Um, what's, it's really interesting though. Like we haven't heard strong advice, strong, you know, strong direction on that. Right. Um, I'm interested to see when Disney follows suit. Cause yeah. obviously oh, um, two more. Sorry. Oh, sorry. Sorry. Go ahead. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Please. So, Oh, three more actually. Um, uh, Single rider line will be closed. They will not be servicing single riders. I wonder why. Uh, well, because the single rider line, the whole goal was to shove people into spare spots. So oh, to be fill in spots space, on the right. Yeah. Because right, you're going to be creating the space on the ride itself. Don't, don't, Makes absolute don't worry. Sense. I, 
Don't worry, I read this a few hours ago, and it just now clicked for me as to why. Oh, no, I could um, have read it. I'm still the last horse across the right. line. It's totally okay. So uh, reduced hours, no scheduled entertainment, um, and then hand-washing stations and hand sanitizer dispensers apparently are going to be liberally distributed to the park. No plan on specifics, but uh, that's the plan going to the governor. It was approved by the mayor. Um, no so, scheduled, so no shows. That's what it reads like. Um, Again, I, I'll be the dumb person that asked the simple question. I wonder why. Like, uh, yeah, I, I mean, because well, I guess uh, crowds gather around like. Right. But that's um, like people have even tried doing concerts recently that they say, I guess, was successful where there's like we did a concert and it's like a third capacity and everybody stayed separate of each other, which to ah. me just feels like back when I used to play in a band. It's like, yeah, we play, we played to socially distanced audiences as well. Right. Um, ours was not for lack of, of any disease transmission. So uh, I guess maybe because they wouldn't be able to enforce the crowding as easily. Right. Like, I, I think this probably refers more to like um, live shows like. In the Wizarding World of Harry Potter, uh, I'm sorry, in Hogwarts. Right. Um, uh, in Hogwarts, in, no, in Hogsmeade. Hogsmeade. Sorry. You're about to right. say, yeah, Ollivanders. Here, right. Uh, well, the original Ollivanders. Right. Um, but in Hogsmeade, right between, Ho in, right between Ollivanders and Hogwarts Castle is a stage, and they bring out, they have the Bobatons come out, and they do the Triwizard-like presentation. They do uh, singing frogs, chorus frogs, things like that. So... Um, usually a bunch of people gather to watch it and not only do you get crowd there, but it also impedes traffic flow and there's right. no seats. It's not a theater where you could say we're going to rope off every other seat. It's right out in the street. Right. No natural so barriers actually to actually yeah. use. Well, and I was just thinking well, the reason I say Ollivanders is because that entire show is done in a small room in Ollivanders where, yeah. uh -huh. you know, yep. the, the stuff flying Good around call. the room and all that. Like you would probably, if you don't crowd them in, cause I remember being really crowded. If you don't crowd them in, you're probably only getting like 15 people in there. And then the line was already so long before, but I mean, I guess you're also going to have much reduced um, capacity in the parks. So I, I guess yeah, the idea no is numbers. some is better than none. Like getting yeah. some people in will be better than none. But um, beyond that, there are no specifics, so we don't know. Yeah, beyond that, because like I was saying, uh, Universal seems to always want to try and get an advantage on Disney because Disney, you know, kind of started the Central Florida uh, idea. I know oh, Universal, yeah. and not to go down a rabbit hole, I know Universal is doing a new park. Um, they have a new gate that they're uh, they're working on right now. Um, so I wonder how far they've been able to get along on that. Um, and if they're going to push that ahead, because they may use all of this to really build some momentum for them to go, you want to go on vacation, tired of being at home, come down to universal, go ahead and spend that money that you've been saving all this time that you've been eating in, not eating out, not going on vacations. Um, yeah. and maybe they use that to keep funding that park, or maybe it's that they really needed that money from that new gate and now not having that revenue from that they're used to. Now it's like, well, it, we got to open back up. Well, even uh, even if it's at a loss, losing 10 million versus losing 5 million a day, you know, it might be one of those things where it's an equation of we got to slow the burn. Right. Um, right. Whereas oh. whereas Disney's like, we can sit this out for a little while because we do still have bucket loads of money. Yeah. Um, speaking of Disney, I said there was no Disney news. That's not technically true. Um, Walt's because, back. Yes. Um, he unfroze. Uh, just his head, though. Just his head. Well, that's just all you really head. need. So, right. Um, Universal Studios, actually, there's actually a part of Universal Studios already open, City Walk. Um, oh, City Walk the is back open. Okay. City Walk is open, not the theater. And there's also rules about that. I don't know what the rules are, but there are rules. Um, and Disney Springs opened that, uh, this Wednesday. So it'd be, what, two days ago, the 20th? Mm -hmm. um, and they opened to many of their partner stores, none of the Disney stores. Next week, 
uh, next Wednesday, uh-huh. um, the 29th, it will open. What is that? Week 23? I don't know. Um, <laughs> May 29th, uh, the next Wednesday from now, uh-huh. when we're recording this, is they're going to open uh, some of their Disney stores. And there's going to be a lot of you know rules about social distancing, masks, things like that as well. I don't know. Right. Um, so let me ask you this, just to get sure. the, the temperature of the water. Universal opens back up. You've been uh, social distancing, quarantine, doing everything that you're supposed to be doing. Uh, we've been trying to do the, the same thing. Um, so let me ask you this. Universal opens back up. When do you feel, day one, do you feel comfortable going and being like, hey, let's Ooh. take the family down and go do this trip? Um, or are you, or are vacations done for the, the family in the man class household? Yeah, good question. Um, so I will go uh, right out and say, definitely not first day. Um, whatever happens, I want to see how it's going to be handled. Um, just because if nothing else, I'm no epidemiologist, but I am a person who likes to plan and I like to understand what's going to happen. Right. 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 So uh, I'm looking for the people, the travel bloggers, taking your videos. I'm looking for some news from the front lines. Um, the map is not the territory. I want to know what people have experienced before I go. Right. Um, I like, I like the rules. We'll see if social distancing works. Um, cause they said that about my local lows and everyone crams around each other. So, um, I'm going to have to see that it's something I'm comfortable taking that risk. Um, now that being said, if it's really that much use capacity, but I know I have a way to guarantee I'm going to get in cause I don't want to buy a ticket, go down there and pull. Right. I don't want to wait in pack lines outside it for them to right. open so that we can socially distance inside. Like there's, there's a lot of these things, but if I can, if like, if instead of saying three day passes, we're going to sell you passes for this Thursday, Friday, Saturday, um, we we're limiting them and we can see that there's definitely, um, a distancing involved. It's certainly open, especially with the news now, um, from the CDC and other researchers that, um, the fomite transmission, um, surface transmission is, less risky than originally thought you know jury's still out they're still doing research but it seems like this is really more a respiratory thing so um touching a contaminated surface looks less risky than it has in the past still wash your hands but if they have hand washing um i don't know when that's going to be but probably not to fall for my for me personally because i also don't like the summer hot and humid right. <laughs> lest we forget it's still 104 degrees um I'm totally with you. We're we are taking a a summer vacation. We are the Fourth of July. We are going down to the beach. Nice. Um, it's going to be different this year because sure. usually, you know, you go to the beach, you spend the day on the the beach, and then you know you go somewhere to have dinner, uh, have some fresh seafood every night, that sort of thing. We won't be doing that. It'll be stay in, cook in, just with the families. Yep. Um, but we also because we go to St. Augustine, it's so close to Orlando. We usually try to make the drive over for a day, see our friends yeah. that work for the. Disney company, uh, and go to the parks for a day. And I, you know, if we, if we go over this year, what we've talked about is like, maybe we just go over to see our friends, you know, maybe we yeah. go over and like bring some steaks and grill out and, you know, they've got their own little pool in the backyard. So maybe we go and like swim with them or something. But to your point, the exact point that I was going to make is because I don't know how crowded the parks are going to be. And I don't know how long the lines are going to be and how well they're going to be implementing the social distancing with trying to get people through rides. You right. could actually have a worse experience. Like you may wait longer for, for Peter Pan's flight or That's longer true. for, uh, uh, for Jurassic Park and definitely longer for Jaws. Um, so, <laughs> so I yeah. just don't know. I, I don't know, you know, how that's going to be implemented. And I already know that they're really good at handling big crowds and big lines typically. 
But with all the added stuff, there's no telling. And I don't want to yeah. waste an entire day to go over there because it's expensive. I don't want to waste an entire day of paying right. for that. And I think that's another important factor, right? You spend a lot of money to get in that gate. Um, we have no news if prices are going to change to reflect that. Um, and I think I think you brought up, you, you just walked right over a really great point. Um, we're more likely to go to, say, a cabin for the weekend. We can we can clean a cabin and say we can wipe down the surfaces. Um, we can hang out, uh, and cook in, see the, you know, sit out on the porch and look out over at the mountains or the beach. We can see, uh, you know, feel more comfortable seeing a friend or two now, uh, in limited circumstances than being able to say, maybe we won't go to a different friend's house every day this week. We'll go, we'll wait a few days, you know, go. And then we have a strong chain of, you know, uh, contact tracing is not the appropriate term. We're not doing that, but we have a strong chain of, we know who we saw, if something happens to one of us, we can all get together. We can all call each other and say, hey, go get tested. And now that tests are also more available, which I think is another good question. Uh, availability of tests, you know, what if we need that? Um, uh, for me, it's the wait and see. But yeah, I think for a big event space like that, uh, it's by the time I feel comfortable with understanding how the crowds work, I'm not going during summer anyway. It's going to be fall. Right. The other thing, <clears throat> excuse me, um, the other thing I was going to mention is... Uh, you, and you make the, you made this point. We're both walking over great points that I want to come back to is, mm -hmm. um, not knowing what the prices are going to be. And that's, what's interesting to me is typically you always know certain things when it comes to certain aspects of economy. And by that, what I mean is prices at Disney are always going to go up. The first year I went to Disney, it was like $75, <laughs> you know, for a day yep. pass. And then like three years later, it was like $89. And then the next year was like 91. The next day, year was like 93. And like now it's $8,000 for a day pass to, to go to Disney. And so like that, what's interesting is we always know that that's going to, that's going to increase because of this, because they've been shut down, because they're losing the millions of dollars that, that we were talking about before they're losing per day. Now it's like, okay, here's a really big decision. And I think it is going to be impacted by universal coming back to point to wit right. is, <laughs> uh, uh, is because whatever universal does is going to be testing the waters for what Disney and parks worldwide do. Because if universal goes, we missed a bunch of money that we need to catch up. So now our prices are going to escalate. They're going to be higher. Now you're paying $150 a day if that goes well and they make their money back, people are like, awesome. Now we're, so now all of a sudden Disney park prices for a day, instead of being like 110 or whatever it is now, goes to like 150. Or you could equally, equal chance of just having the exact opposite, which is Universal puts out a, a price that is, let's say higher, because that's where we started with this example. They put out one that's higher and no one shows up and shit for all. And then everybody else is like, shit, we got to go down on prices. So then Disney opens up and they're like $50 a day. Like we're going back to 76 prices, um, you know, making it super cheap. Or the inverse of that, Disney opens or Universal opens up and they go, Prices are are twenty five percent off. Y'all come 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 to the parks, and then they get people in there. But obviously, they're not going to make as much money to catch up. And then other parks then have to decide. Well, am I going to use that information? Do I go low? Do I do high? Do I go high? That's something we've never seen before. Things have always gotten more expensive. So you've already lost a bunch of money. Now you've got to totally reset your supply demand curve to go. We need to make some sort of equilibrium point. Which way do we go? Right now, if you want to save uh, a lot on your costs to go to Disney World when it opens, uh, or even while it's closed, 
I would strongly recommend against trying to camp on Discovery Island. Did you hear about this guy? <laughs> Um, uh, yes, yes, I did. Yes, I did. What is fundamentally wrong with this person? Now I get, it sounds like fun. I would love to camp on discovery Island too. I've watched video, but here's the thing. I've watched videos of people sneaking onto discovery Island. Like they swam over with like a GoPro and like went through and, and looked at stuff and then like scampered out of there. And even watching that made me nervous and get scared. Like yeah. even that made me apprehensive. Well, and I, I would not be camping on that island anyway. <laughs> well, yeah, anyway, because there's still like snakes in jars and formaldehyde and stuff. Like it was like partially abandoned. Sorry, I guess you should actually tell people what Discovery Island is for those that aren't us. Ah, yes. Um, so it was a, it was a theme. It was a, it was a extra gate, uh, basically like a wildlife park, like a zoo, mini zoo before there was an animal kingdom. And nowhere near to that uh, level of ambition. A lot more like a zoo. And it was, so it's out in the middle of, um, uh, what's uh, uh, Bay Lake? Bay Lake. It's out in the middle of Bay Lake. And it's still there. Like they basically closed it down, took the live animals out, um, and just shuttered it. And everything is still there. Uh, since it's been closed, uh, since, uh, hold on a second, uh, 1999, 99, uh, which 99. I did not realize it was open in, until then. Like I thought that it was long closed. I didn't go yeah. to Disney until 2001, but that was one of those things. They're like, Oh, do you remember there, there used to be an Island and there were animals on it. It sounded like something from decades ago, but, um, for those that, that are a little familiar with I mean, it's Disney decades ago now, but yeah, right. But not back in 2001 when you went, it wouldn't have been right. So for those that are kind of familiar and kind of not, over where between the ticket and transportation system and um, contemporary. So yes. on the left side of that, if you're on the monorail, if you've ever well, ridden the monorail from TTC and you're going around to the park, on the left side is the Seven Seas Lagoon. On the right side is Bay Lake. Right. Um, and then back towards where, what's that, isn't it the place that we're, Fort, not Fort Wilderness? What's, uh, well, I guess yes. it is. Um, Wilderness Lodge. Wilderness Lodge. And Fort, and Fort Wilderness is behind Wilderness Lodge, basically. So, right. Yeah. But basically where Wilderness Lodge is, um, you used to have Discovery Island, and then you also used to have the water park over there, um, River Country. River Country, yep. Um, so you, so both Country of those were over there? basically right next to, uh, or was basically within, uh, now I'm doing the same thing you're doing, Fort Wilderness. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So, so that was over on that side, which for people like me that even were big into Disney and have been big into Disney for a long time, had no idea that that stuff was over there. Um, but that was, right. but River Country and Discovery Island were all over there. River Country closed much earlier. Discovery Island closed in '99, and uh, it was kind of just abandoned. Like, yeah, yeah. They, they so as you were it, saying, they, they took it. as you were saying, they took the live animals out and and just kind of abandoned it, right? Yeah, uh, and. I would encourage you, you know, Ben mentioned that there's videos of people who snuck onto it, even as close as a few years ago. Um, go check those out on YouTube. Really cool to see what's going on there. Cause I mean, these have been buildings that have been abandoned 15, 20 years, depending on when the video is shot, almost 20 years. And um, nature's aggressive in Florida. Yeah. You know, it's no Australia, <laughs> but nature's aggressive. Um, yeah. And watch it. And then also notice that there's no way you're camping on the island without passing lots of signs breaking through fences or climbing over gates. Like, right. You know that this is not uh, tropical paradise. So what happened? Check it out. Like watch it and imagine, would you camp in a place like that? Think so, about it. 
So what happened with this individual? So now that we have a frame of reference of what it is, so so we know where it is, we know what it is. What happened? They found him eventually. Uh, they took their time. <laughs> that's oh, what that's what that, that's what they're going to say when when I die. They're like, well, we, they found him eventually. Right. <laughs> I mean, think about it. You put a few. You put like two or three boats offshore. Put a thermal camera up. Not getting off the island. You right. don't have to go in after. You just wait. Right. Um, we do have the technology, like literally our cell phones are probably one small step away from doing thermal in- imaging. So you know that it's, I mean, you can what, buy thermal cameras for your phone. Oh, so there you go. So we are a- a- there. Amazon, it's like 150 bucks. It's a USB attachment or even a Bluetooth probably eventually. And like they use it for scanning your house for uh, graphs. So you're telling me that arguably the biggest and most known resort on the planet that has their own government, fire department and police department has the money to spend that $150 to get thermal in- imaging to know that your dumb ass is on an island? Right. Um, and so, I, I mean, I'm not saying that's what they did. All I'm saying is, look, this is not, if, if you know they're on the island, it's not like you have to rush in there with some guards and risk, you know, I, frankly, getting shot. You don't, if a person's crazy enough to swim across that lake with the gators in it and live on that island, you don't know what they're capable of. Um, that's true. So, so did this, how long so was this person, time. how long was this person on there? Uh, they don't say specific, they don't say when he arrived. I don't know if they know when he arrived. Uh, and I don't know if he's talking about it, but the whole thing played out over uh, a few days. So it played out over a few days. So I joke that, you know, that they would find you pretty easily, but if it played out over a few days, that means that he, he or she, he, I'm going to assume he, it's, 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 yeah. I'm going to assume it's a white guy. Um, yeah, <laughs> that seems safe. Florida man, hash, right. hash Actually, slash he's from Alabama. white guy. Oh, sorry. Alabama man found in uh, Florida. So right. but he could have been there uh, several days. Then my next question becomes, what do you do with your time? I mean, yes, it's neat to oh, be man. there, but Imagine. like after you, it's not a huge island. Once you walk around like a couple of times, you can't be an eyeside of eyeline of like outside of the tree cover. So you kind of have to be the black mist back in the in the tree cover somewhere. Imagine you could read it like bring a Kindle full of books. You finally have quiet. Throw your phone in the lake. Um, <laughs> well, that's oh, what oh, here it is. Go ahead. Um, the the FLIR one, F L I R. And then one spelled out. Um, Generation three is available on Amazon. Apparently there's different ones for Android versus iOS. I guess the connectors, they just can't make a multi-connector. Oh, yep. That's what it is. It's connectors. Um, 200 bucks. Okay. So you can have thermal imaging on your phone by Sunday, May 24th with free shipping. So, so let's go back to the elephant in the room on this. So he was there for some nondescript amount of time. Right. And then they learn, I don't know why, the, I think Tuesday and Thursday are the dates that come out, or the days of the week that come out in my mind. So if I remember correctly, it's like they knew he was there on a Tuesday and then they like ran boats around or like yelled at him and things like that. One, I don't know how that lasts two weeks, but two, like I could just, I just imagine that they're just sitting out like in a boat, just being like, Bob, <laughs> Bob from Alabama. Yes. Yes. You, you're the only one on the fucking island. Yes. You. Come on. <laughs> well, he, claims, he claims he didn't hear Come on them. out. He, he claims, claims what? He, hear them. he claims he didn't hear them. Well, like he was taking a nap? <laughs> uh, for several days, I guess. Yeah. He's um, really, well, he had to swim there, so he's really tired. Right. Um, he got bit by some like really venomous snake and barely survived. He was passed out. Right. I don't the know. one that was still alive left on the island. <laughs> right. Um, okay. So 
Uh, yeah, they got they got him. Uh, they went in. They finally got him. Uh, it was resolved without violence, that, uh, as far as was, was reported. Uh, and he is now uh, asked to not come to any Disney. He has been banned permanently. No shit. Yeah. <laughs> uh. He's like, but I can still go to Magic Kingdom, right? And they're like, no, Bob, Bob, no. He's like, uh, Epcot, no, no, Bob. Uh, Animal Kingdom, no. And you can ask one more time. <laughs> Typhoon Lagoon. <laughs> uh, Ooh, well, you know, you no. do like water. No. <laughs> um, I just, I think it would be fascinating to go there. Here's the other thing. Okay, so I was, I was just trying mm-hmm. to think of this. Is you talked about cell phone, like throw your cell phone in the water. Let's pretend he didn't throw cell phone in the water. It's easy to track these things. Like it's pretty open source and easy to track these things. So I know if somebody needs to find it, they could absolutely find that he's there. Like. A, a single cellular signal right in the middle of Bay Lake. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> I would, the furthest that I would go, and I would never do this. I, I do think it would be awesome to see it. So right. there is a part of me in my mind that thinks, because it doesn't look like it's that big of a swim and I'm a decent swimmer. So I feel like, you know, you wait until nothing else is going on. Maybe it's like three o'clock in the morning. Patrol boats have gone by. As soon as they go by, you go in, you just bust ass across lake and you go in there and you grab your cell phone and like take a few pictures and run around and stuff like that. But then like after like two minutes, I wouldn't feel comfortable being there. It takes some balls to, to be there for several days and just camp out. And when they're calling your name, not even to be like, oh, my bad. Sorry, I saw an island. Thought I could just be here. Just right. after two days, he's like, if I don't say anything, they'll go away. <laughs> I mean, it looks like from the uh, relatively uh, underpopulated, uh, no uh, guest area side of Bay Lake, it's probably between 1,500 to 2,000 feet. I mean, you could bust out there. Oh, yeah, that's easy. 1,500? Yeah. Oh, yeah, we got that. It's not big. It's not It's not far. I mean, if you if you survive the swim over, it's not that far. That's <laughs> uh, I'm happy. I'm happy to watch the videos. Uh, right. Absolutely. Sure. I think we need a palate cleanser now. Okay. All right. Yeah. Let's, let's cleanse that a little bit. How do you feel about a peak Kickstarter? And now ladies and gentlemen, peak Kickstarter. This week on peak Kickstarter, Dism inverted lighter, the world's first lighter designed for upright and inverted use. Much like pens and ice cream. Perfect for the astronaut in your life. That is if fire and space were allowed. Dissim takes advantage of a patent-pending circle grip, creating a unique ergonomic grip to easily ignite in the upright or inverted position, allowing you to control the direction of the flame, which, of course, will always go upwards, unless you're on the International Space Station. (laughs) I'll never buy another lighter off a gas station counter again, proclaims a beta tester who presumably has learned the lesson that a $30 product, no matter how ridiculous, better be more useful and reliable than a $1 product. I'd point out it's angled flame port, but whoever amongst us has lived a life free of typos may cast the first stone here. And I screwed that up, too. It's angled. The angled flame port. I should read my copy more closely. I even wrote the stupid thing. We should definitely point out the refillable fuel tank. One of many benefits $30 gets you over a $1 gas station lighter. Dissim inverted lighter. The first lighter ever to target the lucrative circus acrobat market. This week. On Peak Kickstarter. And that was Peak Kickstarter. Okay, Ben. Goal? Uh, Goal? Go ahead. Yes, in the front row. No, uh, here's what I wanted to say about that. Is one, sometimes sometimes products come along that 
when someone is pitching it, you're like, man, that is great. What a great uh-huh. idea. That's the thing I need in my life. And then the second you walk out of that room or the second you stop looking at that thing, you go, fuck, man, I could do that. I could do that already. Right. I can already I do that. I never needed to light a cigarette upside down. Like, That's, if you're lighting a cigarette upside down, you have bigger problems than lighting your cigarette. Tony like, McGuire, like a Spider-Man <laughs> is like, you know, going to web sling and smoke cigarettes. So, uh, so I'm climbing the north face of Kilimanjaro. My, my hammock breaks. I'm hanging just by my one foot. And all I could think is, this is rough. Could go for a smoke right now. Yeah. You know what, you know what would smooth this out? The bold <laughs> flavor of camel. Um, if I'm going to die, maybe it'll be of cancer. Like they smoke yeah. real fast to be like, yeah. <laughs> oh, cancer's not going to kill me, I guess. Um, I love it. But it sounds like a good idea. Do you see it? And you're well, like, yeah, it's like, like the, the design so looks I, good. And you're like, it works this way. And this way, that's twice as good. I want to come back to this, but I really got like, hmm. <laughs> so this, the goal was $3,200. $3,200. Uh, I have not looked, I have not looked at it yet. Let's play a Would game. Just, just, yeah. Let's, yeah, just like we did with the with with the Grand Canyon. Let me go ahead and venture a guess. So, so the goal was thirty two hundred. Yep, thirty two hundred dollars for a lighter. For a lighter that works, a refillable lighter that works straight up and upside down. You know, like a lighter yep. does. Yes. Imagine, um, <laughs> imagine it's better than a one dollar lighter off the gas station. Okay. Um, uh, $3,200, I'm going to guess because I'm going to say they went way over and they got like $10,000. Well, you're half right. They went way over. Okay. <laughs> 5,497 backers. Oh, 5,000 backers. Yeah. have pledged by the time I wrote this, which is days ago, $259,238. I don't even know what it's at right now. I'm just telling you what it was days ago. What a bick. Really? Quarter of a million. <laughs> Quarter of a million. By the way, when you go back and edit this, I'm going to want you to highlight the what a bick joke. So anyway, <laughs> um, <laughs> so, that is that yeah. is unfathomable. You know, it's not because just like I just said, people get excited about this kind of stuff. And so when they go, I could back this, I could be somebody that has this, but then they back it, they get it because it obviously is going to make, and then they get it in the mail and they're going to tell a friend like me or you and be like, look at this lighter. It lights upside down. And you're like, okay, look at this match. It lights upside down. What the hell? Like, Ben, uh, <laughs> full disclosure. Yes. It looks really cool. Remember how like, I thought you were about to tell me years ago. Uh, sorry, I thought like, you were about to tell me all, yeah. you backed it, and I was about to back I, right out of this this podcast altogether. Ben, I, I, I backed I it. Close. Ben, I backed it in fun? your. I backed it in your name. What a terrible April Fool's <laughs> joke! If you're like, I backed it, but it's in your name. It's like, look, you know, we've 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 done a good job of focusing on uh, not punching down on the Kickstarter, finding ones that like you know people are doing uh, maybe victims of their own success at least. But sure, um, we we probably owe Kickstarter a back at some point. And I gotta, I gotta admit, I remember like when we were in college, like 20, 25 years ago now, or high school, like all the cool kids carried around Zippos, right? They did Zippo trick. I was about to say, I didn't learn a lot because one, it doesn't take to, too long to do that. No, but I learned no, a doesn't. couple of Zippo tricks just cause I thought it was fun, but then I had no reason to use it. Like was, I, was, I don't was, smoke. So to summer, yeah, right. Neither <laughs> do I, but it was the ability to summon fire, like do a trick to summon fire. Right. 
but they were not vegetation. It's like magic tricks when they were cool. It kind of said something about you though, didn't it? Like if you had a big yeah. lighter and you, especially there's a big lighter, I'm still on the big thing. If you had a, a, a Zippo lighter, um, you know, like you would get like, some people had like the Harley ones or other people yeah. had like something kind of geeky, like on it. Like it kind of spoke to you. It was kind of part of your persona of who it was. And whenever somebody needed a light for any reason, I think more people that didn't smoke owned Zippo lighters than people that yes. did smoke because you could pull it out of your pocket and do that thing where you flip it open when you go back and then flip it on as you come forward. Right. And so in like three little movements, you're like, you need one. It's like, boom, boom, boom. Here you go. And like, and you throw it out there and they're like, man, that was sweet. And it's like a conversation starter. Yeah. I, I, I'm you know, I, I didn't back it, but I was for 30, for 30 bucks. I was close. I was kind of like, you know what? This would be a cool talk. It's like that. I, um, I'm kind of in like, <laughs> it's uh, just, you know, if they, if they had marketed it as a $30 cool looking lighter, they right. said, this is a cool looking lighter. It's got this round washer in the middle for a thumb grip, you know, it uh, looks really cool. Um, I mean, Zippos were like 20 bucks, even 20 years ago. Right. So a $30 refillable lighter. That's a reasonable, that's a reasonable price for a refillable lighter. And it, it does look really cool. If they just went over the top of this, you could light it upside down. Who fucking cares? Like, you know what are you it, serious? You know what it really reminds me of? And we've been watching some of this lately. And by the way, the show I'm about to mention is brilliant and even more brilliant going back to look at it. We've been rewatching some Seinfeld lately. Uh-huh. And I have to stand by it because the, the, episodes, uh, the episodes stand up. It's a brilliant show. What this lighter makes me think of is the space pen. Oh, yeah. The, the uh-huh. pen, it writes, it, it writes upside down. <laughs> Yep. And it's like, uh, it's like a lighter that lights upside down pen that writes upside down. It's like, yeah, but couldn't you just use a pencil? Like it's, yeah. <laughs> um, same thing for this, uh, for this lighter. It's like, yes, you could, but it's so much cooler to have a space pen. It's so much cooler to right. have this lighter that lights upside down. And you put it in pr- kind of a good context, which is if you were willing to pay $20 for a Zippo, you should be willing to pay $30 for the inflated price, the change in times, uh, for essentially the same thing. Right. Uh, to pay $30 for this. So I make fun of it, but I'm also not a smoker. So let's think about that. Sure. Is that like, yes, you could buy 30 individual lighters and that would last you a lot longer, but literally 30 lighters would last me the rest of my life. Cause I don't know how many right. candles, I don't know how many candles I'm going to light, but I'm not out back smoking every day. Um, so with that lighter, actually for the times that you would only use it, if you were like hanging out with other people and it becomes like a point of conversation, it would be a one-time $30 purchase for the rest of my life to have something in my pocket be like, well, check this thing out. I, this was on Kickstarter. Yeah, we did it, we it, did it on the podcast. Let me tell you about my podcast. Right. So. Exactly. Then it's, it's a, it's a marketing budget. <laughs> it's, it sits on the shelf for 10 years and then you find it later and you're like, Oh, this is cool. And your wife's like, Oh, we're going to throw this out. You haven't used this in 10 years. Like, Oh no, 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 I need that. And then you a, carry it around for like three more weeks. $30. It's a write-off. Yeah. It's a write-off. <laughs> um, so, um, I, I got bad news. You have bad news. Uh, I mean, I was feeling so good after that. Um, well, I'm going to sandwich. I'm, we're going to do a sandwich. We're going to okay. do uh, another good segment after this. But uh, the double rainbow guy died. Oh, it's a double rainbow. Yeah. Ah. Uh, uh, Paul Vasquez. I was about to say, let's give him the proper due. Uh, uh, give him the name. And yeah, I mean, rest in peace. That's that's sad. Yeah. So he for died. The- he was 57 and it, it was not COVID related. Um, it was apparently his time. 
Uh, yeah. I mean, he was, it was on a, a late night talk show, wasn't it? That, I mean, it was an internet sensation, but didn't somebody like sensation. He did a video of him seeing a double rainbow and talking about how beautiful it was. And he was crying. Uh, Tosh.0, uh, railed him. Cause you know, Tosh.0 does that to everyone or did that to everyone. Um, it was on Jimmy Kimmel. He was on a bunch of different shows. Right, right, right. They even like auto-tuned it. They gave him like a song and all that's, yeah. um, you know what I like about this? And this is something that you don't see viral enough because, uh, you know, you and I have made a concerned effort not to talk about um, what's happening with COVID-19 or or uh, quarantine so much. And definitely yeah, I was not like, and, distancing. And, it's not this. It's not this. <laughs> and, and definitely not politics. Um, yeah. But I will say this, and this is just an observation, regardless of anybody's side, is – is social media has become this place of vitriol where there's so much politicalization of everything that's happening. And I say that to say this, is going back to some of these viral videos that were from back in the day, it was just good. Like, it was just fun. It was just, here's a dude that was just like, double rainbow. And he was legitimately happy. And not to, 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 to exercise hyperbole on this, but... Isn't that kind of what everybody wants is just to be this guy in that moment that was super happy about something so happy. He was like, I got to video this. And he videos it and, and you can hear the joy in his voice. And he's just like, double rainbow. This is so beautiful. Look at this. Awesome. And then yeah. he gets picked up online because of just something that is honest and good and viral for a good reason. You know, I wish we had more of that in our life. I wish we had more yeah. stuff. There was just a dude that was living his life having a good time. And this was just an awesome moment for him. And it gets picked up everywhere. And if somehow you managed to live under a rock 2010 to 2012 or roughly whenever that was, uh, missed all of it, go watch the original, like the original double rainbow. Don't watch right. any of the cut. Don't watch any of the cuts. Don't watch Tosh.0. Don't watch right. Taking the piss. Watch the actual double rainbow. As you said, this was someone who is extremely overjoyed with, uh, and rainbows are awesome. Like it's someone who is extremely overjoyed had a really great experience. Um, it doesn't, now the experience itself doesn't come through as well on a cell phone from 2010, but you could, you, you're there with him when you're listening to it. So, right. And that's something that you will never get from us is that we might talk shit about each other and right. we may even kind of talk shit about certain products, but even then still give them their due. But what you won't hear us do is talk shit about somebody that's literally just living their life and enjoying their life. And so I'm going to take like two seconds here just to say this yeah. is that I'm going to speak for both of us. Lou edits this. So if, if, if you want to cut this out, you can, but it's actually coming <laughs> from, it's actually coming from my heart is when we talk about things, if there's any, ever an instance of someone just living their life and living their truth and just being fucking happy, you're never going to see us squash on that and you're never going to see us disparage that. If somebody's just happy, fucking A, man. Live your life and be happy. As long as your happiness doesn't imp- it doesn't negatively impact anybody else, fucking do it, man. Do your thing. So that's it. That's my only little you know, bit of sunshine, uh, for the day. This guy was, was living his awesome life. I'm sad that he's gone, but I'm glad that he got to live and I'm glad that he got to have moments like this. And then it brought him some fame. Hopefully that, that fame led to some other good stuff, but man, live your life. You do you. Yes. And, uh, and if you ever <laughs> catch us, you know, bashing down on somebody for having a good time, call us out, email us something, uh, because that's not what we want to do. You know, um, Paulo Vasquez, you know, moment of silence. Uh, Tip of the cap to you, sir. All right. So that was, a, that was a long enough moment, right? That um, was long enough. Yeah, yeah. Everything Moving moves on. quickly these days. You can't do a minute anymore. <laughs> the world moves too quick. It's a podcast minute. Um, 
Ben. All right. So, yeah, so moving on, uh, as, as, as okay. we say, we're not going to talk, sorry, as we say, we're not going to talk shit about things. Now, I believe it's time for Ben's Amazon review of the day. Would you like ben. to bring me, would you like me to bring me in for that? <laughs> I would love to. Uh, let's see here. Ben's Amazon review of the day. Boop. Uh, I'll workshop that. All right. Ben, and, Ben. Sorry. It is time for you to give us your Amazon review of the day. Thank you, Lou. Brought straight from the pages of Amazon with no editing or editorializing. Here we go. The Stealth Core Trainer. Full core body workout while playing games. Stealth Plankster is the new portable and compact health club fitness quality product that will push you to a new level of core training in the privacy of your own home. The Stealth Body Fitness app is free and includes two, count them, two Stealth Speed Gliding games, Speed Gliding and Galaxy Adventure, both for Android and iOS. Plank and play games with proprietary, proprietary 360-degree motion. Get a strong core and a healthy back in under three minutes a day. Stealth Plankster uses your core strength to control the action on your mobile screen. Fits any size smartphone for a fun, engaging workout. Stealth takes you you on one of the most basic and advanced training exercises, the plank, and turns it into a full-on gaming experience. Ladies and gentlemen, that is the Stealth Core Trainer. So, like... What? <laughs> so here, so for those that can't see it, and uh, and and we'll try to post pictures, is it is literally just a board on a ball, right? <laughs> it is it is a ball and socket joint. It's a board on a ball, but it has like a little place that you can just put your phone, and they have built-in apps that are literally the most rudimentary apps you can possibly have because it just uses the accelerometer in your phone. And you play like a gliding game or uh, basically Galaga, I guess. And, <laughs> and, and you use the, but all you're doing is you're planking. Like it just gives you something for your eyes and your mind to do. I tried to be so positive after the last thing that we did. I felt so motivating before. And uh, it just, you're just looking at a screen gliding and you just use the board to move around and keep the glider from crashing to death as you, as you exercise your core. Okay. But you know what? I'm going to, I'm going to take. I'm going to take the other side on this one. Okay, go ahead. You in the front row. Uh, I'm, I, I am notoriously lazy. Um, I've run a mile and a half of my life. <laughs> I was uh, there. On a bet, right. Um, and only because I knew there was going to be beer after. Um, so Ben has experienced all of my runs my entire life. Uh, he can vouch for that. Um, I, you know, I might do more exercising if I could play games while I did it. So what I heard was... <laughs> that it comes with an app. So it sounds like I can put my phone or tablet in it, whatever device I have. Right. Right. So what you're saying is it's just the balance board. There's no real electronics in it because the phone does all the work. Right. Like, so I could pick one of these up for like 15 bucks. Right. Like this is something I might get as an I, impulse. Purchase. I love how your mind works. Cause that's exactly where I was going to go. Yes. There's no electronics. It's just a ball and socket with a base and a big board. And we, we did not plan this out ahead of time. Like this, Un, this, un, we just worked un, together too long. <laughs> Unfortunately, how, how much did you say? I said 15 bucks is easy. Like Okay. Words. Okay. As you said earlier, I will echo your sentiment. You're half right. It does cost bucks. 
Um, <laughs> um, there's two different options. Okay? So, okay. I mean, so um, you can go with the the intro level version. Okay. The yellow plankster for 149 American dollars. Okay, give me the cheaper one. What's the cheaper one? Or you, oh, wait, you said that was the entry level. Or you can go with the advanced level, which is the red one, $199. So what's the difference? I'm looking at it and it's not a gosh darn thing. Like <laughs> color. It's it's color and like one has two elbow pads and one has one continuous elbow pad. And for some reason, the one with the big continuous elbow pad, I'm sure there's a difference somewhere buried in here, but it's not. It's it's the Without same it Fargan obvious, huh? thing. Yeah. Look, man, I <laughs> so I I can buy one of these for 150 and go to Lowe's and get a can of paint for, you know, a pint of paint for like <laughs> five, ten bucks. Um, you know what I'm more inclined to do? <laughs> I assume the app's on the app store, right? Right. Can I just get one of those balance boards with the ball on it for like 20, 30 bucks off you Amazon? You can and 100% go get a therapy board, download the free app. That's their problem. You know what? This is why we should run this company is because their problem is the app is free. You should have to get the board but then have to pay a monthly subscription to the app, something nominal, something nominal that you're not going to think about because you're like, it's like $1.99. And then like 18 years later, when us, the owners of this company are like rolling around in our third yacht, someone goes, $1.99? What is that $1.99 for? A plank. <laughs> so we'll secretly, it's like, it's like office space. We'll, well, just know, skim, yeah. we'll just skim off the top. We'll take that $1.99 for forever. That's where the, they the messed husband, up. The husband, the husband and wife, are afraid to figure to figure out what's going on. What's this plank thing? Because they're afraid that you know if they if they fess up about it as charged for a while that like the other will notice and get mad. So ne- nobody wants to talk to anybody in the house. Like it's two bucks. We'll deal with two bucks. But they, but they know but but they both know that they see it on the on the thing that they both are paying like the one ninety nine. But they don't know what it is. So in, instead of bringing it up. That that is their deepest secret that they keep to themselves. And on their deathbed, the last thing that one of them says is. I don't know what that's, I don't know what stealth is. Yeah. <laughs> but imagine that conversation. Like if, if you're looking at this bill and you know, your wife has seen this bill for years and there's a stealth thing on, you're like, is this hers? I'm going to talk to her. And you like, you get up and you walk over there and you're like, why are we paying two bucks a month for this thing? And one, you're like, why am I having this conversation for two bucks a month? Like, why am I going to start a fight? And then it's like, Oh shit. What if that's mine? What if it's mine? And I say, what, what is this $2 a month? She's like, I don't know. You've been paying that for years. I'm like, Oh, I don't know what it is. You've been paying two bucks a month for something for years. You don't know what it is. Like, and then you have to have a fight about $2 a month, right? No one wants that. So it's perfect. I, I love it. That, that is, you know what? We need to, we need to make our own stealth app. Well, yeah, actually we don't have to. I went ahead and got us both ones for, for Christmas. So you're welcome. Awesome. Uh, well, you'll get your dissim later. Uh, <laughs> I'll take a dissim. Um, all okay. Right. Okay. Yeah. Uh, real quick. Time out. Um, yeah, what you got? Th- that's about all the time I have, honestly, yeah. because we have well, to drop. Yeah, if that's if that, if that's okay with you, let me talk off mine nope. for a second. That's about all the time I have. <laughs> so. I was I was just gonna say it is time for us to wrap up. <laughs> <laughs> okay, <laughs> that's about all the time I have for today. Oh well, this has been fun. Well, <laughs> this has been general geekery. Let me try again. And I'm gonna make you edit that. This has been yeah. general geekery. Yeah. This has been general geekery specifically. It's been a podcast. I've been Ben. I've been Lou. And we'll see you and, next time. <laughs> yeah. And I'm editing this one, so ain't going to be any edit. <laughs> <laughs> see you guys. Love All you. Right, later.
Bye. Bye. This has been a Broken Toys Studio production. Yeah, still good. <laughs>